0: hey guys welcome back to who hurt you how are you guys long time no talk it feels like it's been a while but truthfully it's only been a week it's only been a week i was just here not that long ago time is moving so fast this year though it's like i blink and it's a new month we're already halfway through september like what what is that it's getting cold here I'm not thrilled because, as you guys know, I love the summer and the beach and being tan and all of that, but I do enjoy the first few fall nights where it's not too cold, you know what I mean, but it's cool enough that you can wear your favorite hoodie and just be super comfy and cozy. It's getting to that point. It's still kind of in, like, a little bit of an awkward phase, But I don't want it to be, like, freezing anytime soon. I took Barkley out the other night, and it was just that. Like, the perfect fall night. It felt like I could go sit in a hammock somewhere and read a book curled up in a blanket. So I can't hate on that. And, like, everyone is happy that Pumpkin Spice is back, so whatever. Like, I had my season. I had summer. It's time for fall. I'll be happy for all of you fall lovers out there. I do like the clothes. Clothes and the fall are cute. Okay, real quick, because this just happened... Me and my sister went to get our flu shots today. She's a nursing student, so like she has to get it. And I usually get mine through work, but because of working from home, I had to get it somewhere else. So I went with her and we just went to a CVS to get our flu shots. And I get mine every year. But we went and she like, for some reason, thought I was going to have a huge sob fest For this shot, she thought I was gonna be terrified because I used to be the worst in the doctors when I was a kid. Like my mom would tell you I would scream my head off. And she was like, fine. And like she's a nursing student, so you'd think she'd be okay. And the whole time we're there, she's super anxious, like, oh my god, this music, like, I don't wanna have to sit and listen to this while I'm in anxiety mode about this shot coming. I'm like, dude, you literally are gonna be giving people shots, and she's like, It's different, it's going into me. So it's different. I'm like, okay. She made me hold her hand while she got the shot and then she whips out her phone. She went first because she's like, I don't want to see it happen to you and then be nervous waiting for mine. So I was like, fine. And she whips out her phone to record me getting my shot and I literally didn't flinch and looked at the phone and she's like, oh, okay. I'm very surprised. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But important part of this story is I'm driving us home and there's like a little mini bike gang right in front of my car in my neighborhood, okay? Like in the suburbs of the neighborhood, there's like five kids on bikes and one of them is driving in my lane straight towards my car, finally moves over. And then the rest of them go by and this one just gets real close up to my car and screeches at me. I didn't know what was happening and my sister just started cracking up we were both like what is going on where do we live what is happening like why all of the all of the w's like who what when where why how I don't I don't even know but you know what interesting <laughs> like I don't have words He literally just screeched at the top of his lungs, and I just turned my head and, like, followed where he was going. I was like, what is happening? And it was right before I got to my house. We're, like, asking our brother, like, do you know any of them? He's like, I didn't see, but they're younger than him, so that's going around our streets, apparently, so that's interesting. Anyway, I hope everyone had a good Labor Day. I took as much advantage of the beach as I possibly could, to be completely honest. I was down the shore with my family two days, and I went with one of my friends another day so three out of four of my days off I was lounging and it felt so good not gonna lie the first day was super buggy I must have smelled really good or something because they were swarming me like the plague but the next two days were absolutely beautiful I'm really really hoping to get at least one more beach day in but I don't know if it's gonna happen this year temperatures are dropping fast like it is gonna be in the 60s and you cannot Sit on the beach in the sixties I mean you can, but i can 't other than that, I just kind of relaxed in my house not doing too much this past weekend. on the other hand, football finally started i 'm so excited. my family set up a fantasy drift, and it 's so competitive it 's absurd. They did one last year, and they didn 't invite me to be in it because i wasn 't living here and I was like, um excuse me that 's rude during the actual drift, people were straight savages like we 're all sitting around, and then some of my cousins. And other people that don't actually live in my house are in the draft too. So some of them were on FaceTime and others were just like texting in, whatever. But people were just taking anyone that they knew someone else wanted. My team is an absolute catastrophe to sum it up for you. (laughs) I took Joe Burrows as my QB, like an idiot. Depending how he does, he might be getting dropped for someone else, but he didn't do too bad this week in comparison to everyone else, so I'm not too upset with him. We are Steelers fans in this household, and no one drafted Big Ben, so maybe I'll scoop him up because he had a good game. To be determined, I already have Boswell and James Connor from the Lurs, so I'm pretty stacked in that department, but also Conner is questionable now if he's hurt, so We'll have to do some reconsiderations and regroup next week. I'll fill you in on how I'm doing. I lost this week, though, guys. I lost my first ever matchup in the draft. This, like I said, is my first year doing an actual draft, though, so it's going to be interesting. I have absolutely no idea how to use the app, like how to start different players or move people from my bench. I just don't get it. I could use some coaching there. This is absolutely not a sports podcast by any means, but I watch a lot of football, so we are going to be discussing it from time to time. Sorry if you hate sports in advance, but I love them, and it's part of my life, so it's going to happen. I put in a waiver request already, too, to drop someone and pick someone up, so we'll see if that goes through. I didn't check. I think I found out today, and I haven't checked, so you can tell I'm really dedicated. I am. I'm I'm not going to win, so I've already accepted it. It's fine. Also, super bummed out that I can't watch Penn State play this year. I was sitting on my couch watching Syracuse play North Carolina, and it was overall depressing that certain college teams get to play, but the Big Ten is one of the only conferences opting out, quote unquote, for now. They're talking about playing in the spring, but I don't see how that will work. Like, do you know how cold it is in state college in January, February, and March? You don't see the sun up there until late April. If that, My birthday's at the end of April, and it was still cold, like, every single year. Like, it's freezing. I'm really hoping the rumor of the Big Ten going through another vote is true and they turn over their decision because it is not going to be the same without Penn State on the field. I don't know who to root for. Like, I have no other college football team obligations, so I guess I'm open to suggestions. Definitely not rooting for Bama. Sorry to any Roll Tide fans out there. You guys have gotten enough. Recognition. I'm over it. Like, someone else, please. So anything else, I'm fine. Not Bama, but I'm really hoping Penn State plays. I'm going to have to find a new activity, I guess, to occupy my fall Saturdays with since it's not going to be hanging out with the crew and watching the game. (sighs) Oh, the things that I would do to be tailgating in the fields with the rest of the fans, not having to care about the current pandemic we reside in. I can literally smell the chicken baskets wafting through the Beaver Stadium air. I'm just getting depressed. Like I can feel the pom poms of the person behind me hitting the back of my head, but do I care? No, I'm here for it. Like that's those are the moments that we live for. I am going to. Retract myself out of this football depression and expand on the good time I did have with my parents this weekend. We went to a winery by my parents' house and it was a blast. I don't know why some people don't like drinking with their parents because every time me and mine go out, we have a great time. My dad just mentioned that he might want some wine this weekend, so I'm all for it. I don't even really like wine. I found this one, it's like a Jersey peach wine and it's so good. It's like the only wine I can drink. He was Was pouring me glasses and like, girl, you gotta drink that. Like, we only have an hour here. Like, hurry up. So that kind of helped the situation. But like, even if me and my parents are just sitting around the fire pit in the backyard, we have fun. Like, I love it. I loved when they would come up to Penn State. And even After that, like, I brought them to this one bar that we watch Penn State games at, and it's always a good time. Like, I never, I can't complain about it, and they buy you drinks. Like, who's going to complain about your parents buying you drinks? It's so nice. But when we were at the winery, all we did was order a couple pizzas. I don't know if you could call mine a pizza, considering there was no cheese, just sick, sicken, sauce, chicken, and arugula, you know, words. My dad kept calling it a pile of grass and he refused to eat any of it, but that just meant there was more for me. Pretty sure I consumed six out of eight slices of that pie. We ordered two pizzas. And my parents got one that actually had cheese on it, you know, a real pizza. And then we got a few bottles of wine. <laughs> oh my God, guys, I can't speak this week. A few bottles of wine, all the same kind. We literally got like four bottles of peach wine. And we were seated behind the band and we had ourselves a night. It was super relaxing. It was really nice sitting outside under the stars on like a cooler evening. My dad was freezing. Of course, I was kind of cold. I made sure I had socks on so my feet weren't freezing because if your feet are cold, the rest of you is going to be cold. My dad was like, this would be a great first date spot. And I was like, um, what if I wanted to leave? How the heck would I get out? Everyone's outside. You can see everything. All spots visible. You'd be able to see my escape route in any version of the story. And he's like, don't worry, there's a bathroom with a window in it. Just climb out if you're desperate, but call me ahead of time so I can get there. I was cracking up. I went into the bathroom and I don't remember seeing a window. So I'm going to say his plan would be a a hard fail of escaping. Like I'd get caught, but that's beyond the point. The thoughts would count. Not that I've ever gone up and just dipped out on a date like that. But if I really, really needed to... This winery would not be the place to do it. Maybe there's a better winery. I don't know. But a winery would be a really cute date. Maybe just not the first date. Maybe like the second, third date. It would be good. Speaking of dates, we all have that one guy. We didn't officially date date, but like you dated. Does that even make sense? Like, does the terms dating make sense anymore? To be honest, I can't keep track of what's talking and what's dating. To me... Talking is you're getting to know each other over the phone, like texting and stuff like that, hanging out unofficially maybe. But if you're going out on dates and seeing someone frequently, you're dating. Like if he asked you, like, do you want to go to dinner with me? Like that's a date. You're not in a relationship. There's no title, but you're dating. If you're consistently going out with the same person, it doesn't have to be exclusive. But you're seeing the same person repeatedly, let's say more than twice You're dating. You're going out on dates, hence dating. It's like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. They're not in a relationship with these people, but they're dating them. You can date multiple people at one time. Maybe not the nicest thing to do, but like you can do it. I feel like people don't want to label themselves as quote-unquote dating someone. It's like a curse word or something because people are so frenzied when it comes to putting their relationship status in jeopardy. Just because you're dating someone doesn't mean you can't be dating multiple people. I just said that. So I don't truly understand the frantic cries from people who are like, no, 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 we're not dating. He or she has just taken me on five dates in the past three weeks. Like they paid for my meal. Um, They walked me home. You're dating. Get over it grow up just a smidge. Real life dating is part of adulthood. Everyone wanted to be an adult until they found out they had to cook for themselves, clean their own living space and take responsibility for their actions. Dating is one of the departments of taking the responsibility. Acknowledge what you're at least, at least what you're doing. Like understand, maybe it's not serious in your eyes, but you are dating and you should have at least a little bit of respect for that person in my opinion, that's the problem I see in the dating world today. People so desperately don't want to involve a label of any sorts that they create these new terms to form entanglements rather than real relationships. And I say entanglement, if you don't understand what I'm saying, like an entanglement is when you're like with someone kind of, but it's really complicated and messy. And there's... No affiliation between you two, other than like you just hang out once in a while and you probably are gonna either get ghosted or just dip out for whatever reason. Like, there's it's probably not gonna turn into a real relationship. My parents have both said multiple times that they're so glad they're not dating in this day and age because it just sucks. They look at what I deal with regularly and are like, all I see are stories for your podcast because no one knows what exactly it is that they actually truly want. And that's all well and good, but I think the quote-unquote, "talking phase makes the entire situation just a little bit more toxic than it needs to be. How many times have you or your best friends had to say, uh, "We're just talking when you're asked about someone," And it's like, what does that even mean? First off, are you content with that uh, we're just talking?" Yes, sometimes talking leads into dating, which leads into a relationship, but I don't think you should have to go through all of these hoops to be with someone you care about. We're taught today to hide how we feel and join in the games, not to say I haven't participated in the games because sometimes you you have to do it. It's so normalized at this point. We all know that a lot of times the nice guy finishes last and that's probably what is causing people to act this way. And once you've been put through a certain amount of trauma, you stop allowing it to affect you as much and put on a face for people to see instead of showing them who you really are. And that just brings me into another issue of the dating world. We're all putting on these facades that this is the person you'll end up being with if we manage somehow, pray to goodness, to make it through the talking phase and work our way into the dating and relationship phase. And oh my gosh, maybe one day. Maybe, just maybe, we might even get to the holding hands in public phase because that is practically non-existent unless you're seriously dating. Can't ruin the street cred. You might run into one of the boys or one of your hoes and that would just cause some serious issues to the roster. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Like, kind of. But when we put on this face of who you want to portray yourself as, we aren't being true to ourselves and we're damaging the relationship before it even happens. This can be a huge reason that the relationship doesn't end, like, doesn't end up coming to fruition. Either you're not happy being the person you've created because it's make believe and feel as though you have to uphold that image, or the other person thought they were getting one thing when in, re- in reality they were getting something completely different. We all had our quirks in, in the beginning of a relationship. I mean, some things don't come out until we dig really deep or are super comfortable around someone. I'm not talking about the fact that you put the milk in the bowl before the cereal. Like you, if you want to hide that weird fact about yourself, that's fine. I'm talking about when you're actually super outgoing and personable, but you're shy and dependent when you're with this significant other because you think that's what they want from you. We shouldn't hide what our values are or what our personality truly is. For example, I'm super sarcastic and tend to have witty comebacks in certain situations. Not everyone understands them. Not everyone appreciates them. That's fine. Each person is their own individual and they can decide what's best for them. But if I'm more reserved and watch every word that comes out of my mouth, it would be like I'm playing a part in a movie instead of being the, dare I say, main character in my own life. And I don't want to do that. I want to be the freaking main character of my own life because I'm awesome and someone will also believe that I'm awesome. So I'm not going to force myself into this facade of a fake human being that I'm not. It's like the Netflix original movie called Desperados. I don't know if you guys saw it. If you didn't, I I personally thought it was funny. So a woman met this guy And she really liked him, but he didn't like her for who she was. She hid her goofy personality from him because she didn't think he wanted that. And when she finally opened up to it and showed him who she was, he didn't want to be with her anymore. We should never change ourselves to make someone else happy. Everyone always says you have to be happy with yourself before you can be happy in a relationship, which I agree. That's true. You do need to be happy with yourself. You need to love yourself. But... I think you can be happy with yourself and still have that desire for a relationship and end up pursuing something that isn't for you, per se, because you want the last piece to the puzzle you feel is missing. It's when we do things like this that we change ourselves to make the piece fit. But no matter how hard you jam that corner piece into the middle of the puzzle, it's never going to fit. You have to put it in the correct place. Otherwise, the puzzle will never be finished. If you force yourself to be in a relationship or even simply casually dating someone that you don't feel values who you are as a person or that you have to change your characteristics to make them appreciate you or just that you don't think you're compatible, but you just want something, it's not worth it. You could be the happiest person in the world in all other aspects of your life, but having to mold yourself every single time you interact with that person is taxing. and. I would go as far as to say that's a reason for divorce is people just want this one thing. They think that being with someone is going to change their entire life, but they're changing their entire life to be with that person, which in the end just ruins things. It will single-handedly be a detriment to your mental health and could even begin to affect you physically. Suddenly you're tossing and turning in your sleep. Your skin is breaking out from stress. My mom always says there's a lid to every jar. You just have to find the one that fits. And I promise you, the one that makes you alter your truth or makes you feel like you're not good enough or not worth it is not the right lid to your jar. There's so many other ones. Go test them out. Coming to terms with the concept of dating, again, I know it's a scary word today, but recognizing what this truly means would allow people to get to know each other in a more transparent light than what goes on a lot of times today personally I use the term dating because I do just that I go out on dates with people to figure out if there's someone I could potentially see something more with and if it that is not the case you don't see yourself with them then you stop going on dates and decide how you want to go from there whether it be you two decide to remain friends or you can never speak to each other ever again either is totally possible It's really all about how you handle it, and sometimes you don't get the say in it. Sometimes they just make the decision for you, and it's just something you have to live with. It's important to go through the trials and errors of dating to figure out what you want and what you don't want. I truly believe that, because if you don't know what it is exactly you're looking for, you're not going to find it. This was absolutely not what I was planning on talking about this week. Wow. (laughs) we're going to roll with it. I think I got caught up in my feels or something here. Not really sure how this happened or how this spiraled or how we got here. Sorry, much more of a serious pep talk week to everyone rather than a good laugh. But sometimes we need that. Sometimes we just need someone to tell us everything's okay. And it is. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am a human that has emotions and feelings. And as good as it is to laugh at yourself, it's also important to self-reflect on the things that hurt you. Who hurt you, Jewel? Who hurt you? And learn from them to allow yourself to heal. It's easier said than done, I know. It's a process we're all working on in our own ways. Okay, wait. Pump up. Um, I'm finding out that the Big Ten is actually going to be starting in October, like towards the end of October, but that's okay. I can manage to wait that long. I've been waiting only one week, almost two now. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You don't even know. Like I'll probably cry tears of joy. Like this is, it's amazing. I can actually watch Penn State football. I definitely won't have the same experience as a normal season, but hey, that's okay. I will take it. We are. Sorry. I just love Penn State. If you know me, you know. Okay. Anywho, I hope you guys have the very best weekends. Don't forget to follow my personal Instagram, Julia C13, and my podcast Instagram for all the updates, who underscore hurt you. You guys are great, and I'm so lucky that you tune in with me each week. I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you.